0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen this is the modern conservative podcast and i'm your host jonathan harvey um i want to welcome everybody to the show if you guys want to reach out to me you can reach me at the modern conservative podcast at gmail.com um you can look for modern, the modern conservative podcast on facebook as well um things are going good i appreciate all the listeners and all the states and the countries out there that are listening to me. I appreciate you. And, uh, and I hope he, hope I can serve you better. Um, in a few weeks, um, I'm gonna be doing some um lives. So stay tuned for that because uh I've been getting bombarded with emails and questions as to when I'm actually gonna start doing lives. Um, I gotta work out with my guy who does all my editing and uh audio see how we're going to make this work so it's a process but look for it look for it in the near future and uh like i say you know send me an email shout out and uh let's stay friends and it doesn't even matter what your gender is i like you either way um i want to give a shout out to alina uh, erickson um, she's a friend of mine she's running for office in davis county she's running for state rep. I want to also give a shout out to uh, Jason Preston, who's also running for office third district in Utah County. He's running for a congressional seat, Utah uh, state I mean, a national congressional seat. Also, I want to give a shout out to Andy Badger as well. Andy Badger is a friend of mine. He's running for a national Congress seat. And I think it's district one. I'm not sure of that, but to make sure, look him up. Um, I support all of these guys. And also Jake Oaks. He's running for, um, I think, county commissioner in Utah County as well. Um, now, let's get on with the show. Um, here's something that happened that's quite interesting. The other day, last week, I did a podcast about, you know, transgenders and um, boys playing against Orthodox girls. <laughs> and I. Uh, my mother, who is not really tech savvy, has never heard one of my podcasts. Now, I I must disclose that my mom is really, really, really big in Christianity. She's a big Christian. Praise God daily, goes to church, Bible school studies on Wednesdays, church on Sundays in her Sundays Best. My mother had never heard my podcast before. So she goes and visits my cousin in North Carolina, because that's where I'm originally from. And uh, my cousin says to my mother, hey, do you know what John does? You should listen to his podcast. So she turns the podcast on, and it's that episode from last week, when I'm making reference to, to the transgender situation we have in the country right now. So my mom's listening to it, and then she's hearing me say some words that she didn't completely agree with. Now, mind you, my mom is a Democrat from the South, and she graduated from high school. But in my conversation, I used the word penis and vagina. She went nuts. <laughs> my mom didn't realize and still doesn't realize, Mom, that is the correct way. To, to, you know, say those body parts. So I get a phone call at 9.30 at night, Utah time, which means it's 11.30 at night in North Carolina. So I knew something was up and I knew it wasn't good. Either somebody had passed away or I'm in trouble. Well, it was the latter. I'm in trouble. Now I'm 56 years old. I've never swore in front of my parents. Never, never, I might've slipped a dam here and there, and that would get me in trouble till this day. So I've always been cautious with my language around my mother. So she calls to me and she says, Jonathan, are you my son? I said, you should tell me, she says. My son does not use those words. I said, what are you talking about? She said, I'm over at your cousin's house. And she says to me, hey, since you were over here, you may as well listen to one of John's podcasts. And it was the transgender, like I mentioned earlier. And so she hears me mention the word penis and vagina, and she just loses her cookie. She's completely pissed. This, the phone call, she says, Are you my son? I says, You ask, as you should tell me. She says, Why are you using such words on your podcast? I said, Mother, what are you talking about? She says, You know that word referring to, you know, female body parts and male's body parts. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I didn't say anything vulgar, 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 or disrespectful. She said, Oh, yeah, you did. I said, Mother, what are you talking about? So when I said to her, I said, Mother, the only words I used were vagina and penis. She says, do you have to learn, use those words? I said, Mother, didn't you learn these words in school, in sex education? Those are the words that was the adjective to those particular body parts. She says, I don't remember. I don't remember those words when I was in school. So... We're talking about this for a few minutes and she's going on and, on and on and on and on and on and on and on. We'll not let it rest. So, like a good son, I said, Mother, which words should I use? Should I have used the word dick? Click. <laughs> she hugged up on me. <laughs> so that's how that went. But uh, and my cousin, I mean, to my cousin's defense, she was telling my mother, she said, but he's right, Rosa. Her name is Rosa. She said, he's right. He's right. He's telling the truth. And I was telling the truth, but she just did not like those two words. And and the reason why I mentioned that, though, my mother's a Democrat. She's doing what typical Democrats do. and She knows how I feel about Democrats. And I love her no matter what. So let me get that out there. My mom is precious to me, but it goes to my mom was listening. wasn't listening to the message. She was focusing on the messenger. See the message got lost in the translation because I, she got discombobulated as we say, because she heard me say the word penis and vagina. And that's how the Democrats were nowadays. You know, they will say things and people will believe their listen to their message in in their case and not the messenger. Because so many times in this country right now, if you espouse if you put out the truth and they don't want you to know that truth, they attack the messenger rather than the message because they can't fight the message. Because it's the truth. So what they do is tarnish the message, message, message by tarnishing the messenger. You know, back on the transgender thing the other day, I received a um a message, a DM from uh a, a listener. Actually, no, he wasn't even a listener. I had posted on my Facebook a story, and it was a story of two cows it was a uh, two cows grazing and then the caption says if you were to cut the balls off a bull he becomes a steer not a cow that's all it said man somebody wrote me and said that I was a bigot and I was a racist now He and I got in this heated argument. I wasn't really in an argument. It was a spiritual debate, a spirited debate, I should say. And he tried to use an example of, and these are his words. He says, so if a kid is born retarded, will he always be retarded? And I said, Yes, unless there is a divine intervention. But truthfully, in the long game, I don't know. And my answer to him, I said to him, but that's not even the same context of what we're talking about. A child born, you know, with a missing chromosome isn't a choice of the child. To to become a transgender is a choice. You know, you hear a lot of people say, you know, transgenders, they're born that way. They're born that way. Let's say that is true. But because they're born that way, does that give them the right to exploit the weakness of our daughters? No, it doesn't give them the right to exploit The weaknesses of our daughters. They're far more superior in strength and body structure. So, why do people think we need to cater to them and compromise our own daughters just to make them happy? See, this is what they're asking us to do. They're really asking us to say, look, because I'm a transgender and I wanna play or swim. They want us to compromise our daughter's hard work, the money we spent on their hard work, so they can become an elite, elite, an elite athlete. So we're supposed to compromise all of that for transgender pronoun, and they don't see how unfair that is because they're absolutely so selfish. They're just worrying about proving the point of being a transgender that they're more special than our own daughters in their heads. They may be special to themselves, but to our, to us, our daughters, there is nothing more precious than our children. You know, I was was talking to this guy via a a DM and I asked him, I said, you sound like a man who doesn't have children, at least of all daughters. Because I said, what makes me nervous when so called normal males are pushing for a grown man or a young boy to be able to go into the bathrooms, the locker rooms, and compete against our daughters? They make me nervous. If you're a grown man and you're pushing this, You make me nervous because if you're a father, you know exactly what we're going through as parents with daughters. See, it's not about your transgender son or daughter. At some point in time to us, who you want to be does not supersede who we are as parents. And this is why you're getting a pushback. You're not getting a pushback because you're transgender. You're getting a pushback because you're a transgender who's pushing something that's absolutely unconscionable to most parents. And you're being selfish. You just worry about yourself. You know, Leah Thomas said the other day, and I was watching an interview, saying that, does any of this stuff bother you? And he said, no, I just kind of push it out of my head and do what I do. Well, what you do is you take advantage of young women who are naturally women and you exploit them because you've got the media on your side right now. You've got the Democrats on your side. You don't have the ACLU coming after your asses. You don't have... the National Organization for Women, you don't have them coming after you right now. The church just is quiet at the church house of miles. Haven't heard from them because they know they'll get canceled. So they're allowing you to stop on young girls because of the fear of getting canceled. Instead of standing up and fighting for daughters is what they used to do back in the day. It's now the conservatives fighting for the rights of our daughters, that's not the damn feminist. It is not the feminist. You know, they were talking about removing the Jazz from the state of Utah, the All Star, sorry, the All Star games from the, you know, from Salt Lake City because of House Bill Eleven that was overwritten by the legislature. Spencer Cox, who is a joke in himself, who has been in national television because of his pronouns. He's a weak ass governor. And I said it loud and clear. He's a weak ass governor. He has no balls. Maybe, um, oh, maybe he was a female at one time. Hmm. But anyway, the man has no balls. He has no moral. He's he, If he calls himself an LDS Christian, well, you know what? He's going about it the wrong freaking way. Going about it the wrong way. The church should be be ashamed of you calling yourself a conservative governor because you're not. But back to my point. I just think that we as parents, we do not shut our mouths when it comes to this. Because sometimes what happens in the dark doesn't come to the light. this isn't a dead issue because we won house bill 11 we'll probably get sued in the state who cares sue us we'll deal with it then but i don't think an entire society needs to change because somebody wants to change their sexual behavior i didn't say deviant behavior i said just their sexual behavior because actually that's what you do you do change your sexual behavior because. When you're straight, you sleep with women. When you're not, you sleep with men, men on men or women on women. However you want to look at it. But my problem with all of this is everybody thinks we're supposed to sacrifice our children, our daughters, for transgenders. And it's not going to happen. It's really not going to happen. You know, You know, I'm getting tired of hearing about this stuff and I'm and I'm personally getting tired of talking about it. You know, I wish we didn't have to speak on. Things that are so damn. Crazy. I don't understand why this is a topic nowadays. We're supposed to make laws based on a a few people of this country. We live in a democracy. Majority rules, long and short. Majority rules. That's how we vote. The greater the percentage for yay, yay wins. The greater percentage for nay, nay wins. But the problem is, it's not even looking like a democracy anymore. It's looking like something like Ringham, Barman, Bailey, circus whatever you call that place it's looking like a circus right now in this country no one has respect for us all the stupid crap we fight about in our country and we don't realize how we are so close to war some people say we're already in World War 3 and we just don't know it yet we just don't know it yet I want you to ask yourself, people, how many of you are actually ready if something was happened in Salt Lake City or your city from wherever you're listening to right now? How many of you would know what to do if you heard a bomb blast a mile from your house? How many? Because I can tell you Ukraine knows now. Ukraine can tell you firsthand what it sounds like and how it feels. And a lot of those people that were getting out at the last minute waited until the last minute. And they knew the tanks were rolling towards Kiev. They knew the tanks were rolling. But like here in the United States, I'm sure they were being comfortable sipping their tea or whatever they drink over there um, having a good times until they realize, Oh shit has now hit the fan. Now it's trying to be reactive rather than proactive. And no, I'm not trying to sell some dry food in the bucket, some MREs. No, I'm not trying to sell any of that, but I want you to be aware, be aware of that you have to be. These are not normal times and you keep telling yourself that they are not, you're living in a delusional state of life right now. Most of you that are honest with yourselves, know this is one of the worst times. We've got COVID. We, now we can have a new uh, variant coming up. We have inflation. We've got food supply. We got supply and demand going on. You can't buy a damn car right now. Homes are 30 to 40% over market value. Um, So there's a lot of problems here. I mean, gas goes up two cents one day and go down one the next day. Goes up three cents the next day, go down one the next day. But the end game is still going up. Um, and I just, I just wish people just wake up, just wake up, stop trying to be everybody's friend. We've got an election year coming up in most States for midterms. Well, what I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to midterms, there's going to be a lot of surprises and they're going to be a lot of disappointments. I just can't tell you which side it's going to be on right now. You know, because you don't know what the other side actually has in store for us. They are full of surprises. These people walk around this country and will tell you that Joe Biden is 100% competent. And we know damn well that ain't happening. We know damn well the guy, he's not crazy. but he's playing with dices with no dots on it. The man is losing his damn mind. We've got Barack Obama who all of a sudden shows back up again. That's never good. That's never good. You got Hillary Clinton that will not go away. And guess what? It's an election year. I promise you, they are not trying not to have power. They're here to maintain the power that they have. And at the end of the day, guess who's the victim? If you want to talk about victim, I'm a black man. I don't see myself as a victim, but I might be a victim to what these dumbasses have in in plan. See, there's a big difference. You know, because at the end of the day, that's what effect. my color. does affect me no matter what the government does. But being an American citizen does affect me when it comes to things that the government may do. And the people in power right now haven't showed, haven't done us a lot of favors. Now, some of you out there may think they do us favors, but they don't. They don't. That's called pandering to you. They're going to pander to you right now until they stay in office. Then once they get the power, they're going to go back to being being who they really are. Scumbags making millions and millions of dollars a year. And that's Republicans as well. Let's not get it twisted. Because you believe in conservatism, all conservatives, all Republicans are not conservatives. Look at Spencer Cox. Not a conservative by any stretch of the imagination. And if you don't know who Spencer Cox is, he is the so-called governor of the great state of Utah. And as a matter of fact, the lieutenant governor isn't much better herself. I mean, if they can rig the election in Utah and stay in power, they sure the hell would. Sure the hell would. But I think people in Utah, we need to do the damn thing. And we've been coming at these guys. We've been fighting bills. We've been fighting politicians. And you know what? We keep fighting. We're not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I don't always enjoy it, but I do enjoy the results of the work that we do. I enjoy the works that all of us do together. When we go to an event, we need to show up in numbers. If you listen to this podcast, we need you to show up in numbers. My organization, Blacks at Utah, will be sending all members invites to all the um, events that we're either putting on or, partici- or participating at. I would like the members to show up, show up in droves. I want them to show up and say. Damn, Blexit is here. This is how we change things in our state. This is how we change things. We are not to ever show that we are divided, even if we are. The more people that show up to the capital, the more people that, that practice—I should say—participate. In their local community politics, that makes a loud noise that can be heard around the state. But you gotta participate. Look, I know some of you say, "Well, I gotta work for a living." So do I. So do I. I have a lot of things going on, but I promise you, I just might be busier than most of you out there that are listening to me now but I make it work because when things are important to you, when things are truly important to you, when you look to your left and you look to your right and you see your kids, you have to ask yourself, this is the reason why I live. It's not my snowmobile. It's not my side by side. It's not my cars. It's not my house. It's not my land. That's all my kids stuff. I'm just holding it for him because when I die, it goes to them. That's what I fight for. Last name legacy. You want your children to say, you know what? My dad was there when I was, when they were fighting against house bill Eleven, 374. my dad helped change that bill. My mom was at that event. She was helping as a volunteer. That's what we're looking for at our organization. We need people to come and help us out. We need members. We need you to spread the love. This is a fight. And I swear to you, I do not want the Democrats to run this state. It's bad enough that Salt Lake City is 100% blue. And you ask yourself, how does that happen in a conservative red state? How does that happen? It's because people go home, sit down, drink their 12 pack, and forget about the rest of the world when the rest of the world is shitting on you. It is time you realize the world is taking a crap on you and you're letting them do so. Every time you go pump gasoline, that's the federal government taking a crap on your wallet. Every time you go buy milk and now it's 25% higher, it's because it's the federal government taking a crap on your wallet. Every time you go buy a brand new car, it's the federal government taking a crap on you when you want to do the things you want to do. They're trying to restrict your life. But, you know, so think about it, people, and uh, let's get in the fight together. You know, like I said, this isn't always fun, but this is what we do. So. I'm going to cut this show short today because uh, I got some things I have to deal with here and political stuff. You know, the fight never stops. Unfortunately, you know, I'll see you guys next week and then we'll talk about some really good stuff. I'll be back on for an hour and uh, I just want to touch basically with you today and tell you guys, you know, I love you all and uh, I want you to have a fantastic weekend enjoy your kids because we don't know how long it's going to stay that way if we don't change things. My name is Jonathan Harvey and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast.